All right, everyone. Welcome to the show. This week's Tennessee Wildcast, TWA's weekly podcast show. I'm Doug Markham. Welcome back, Doug. Jason Harmon, thank you. Thanks for welcoming me back. You've been on special assignment. I have been. I've been doing some fishing research, or pardon me, fish research <laughs> down in Florida. And I need to go back because my research was poor, <laughs> as well, usual. You know, last uh, week's guest could have taught you a few things. Uh, last Michael Neal. Oh, Michael Neal was, was a really good interview. And uh, we need to get back with him sometime and yeah. get more sportsmen on the show. And we got one on with us today we're about to introduce. A sportress. Uh, a sportress. Is that a word? A sportswoman. A I sportsman. like that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and, and introduce Julie. Yes. You want to? This is Julie Schuster. Uh, do I need to introduce Julie? A lot of people know Julie. Julie, no, that's fine. Been around a long time and done. She's done a radio show herself here in Nashville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. on a big station a few years back, and worked at Bass Pro Shops for a long time. Pretty that's famous correct. over at Bass Pro Shops, and then after that, became a commissioner of the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Commission, or what it was called then. Tennessee Wildlife. Resources Commission. That's yeah, right. That's you know, right. there's been so many acronyms <laughs> since I've started in the outdoor industry that uh, it gets confusing it, sometimes. It, but. it does. And the other acronym is TWRF, which is where you are now. Correct. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Correct. Julie is the uh, executive director of the Wildlife Foundation, which is a fundraising arm of TWRA. Or how do you like to say that? That that probably is the the best way. <clears throat> but people are always like, well, so what does that mean? And um, we, we really strategically try and um, partner with TWRA in finding ways that we can help you guys other than, you know, there's not always funding there, obviously, because you're not, you know, funded through the state. Um, it's only through license sales. And there may be projects that come up or um, anything like that, and we can help raise funds to help you guys get that. And we also do um, grants. We help you with grants that, you know, help with research. And then we also do uh, restricted accounts. Uh, which are some of your wildlife officers and uh, staff. You know, they do youth fishing day, Mm -hmm. you know, deer hunts and things. And so they are able through their local communities to raise funding through our nonprofit. And we put those in a restricted account under their name. And then when the time comes, they can pull from that and buy equipment for that event. So it really helps because we do work for the government. There's a lot of bureaucracy there. And it it helps in areas where we don't need there to be bureaucracy, like a, like a, like an event, well, a fishing event with it. Why do you want to go through all that when you can raise money and just go do the event? Right, and then because of the nonprofit status, then they're able the the donors are be able are able to deduct that. So it it really works well, and and you know my passion for the agency, and so I want to do anything that we can to assist you guys to do your job. How long you're out? We're going to talk about turkey hunting too, because right. <laughs> Julie's big time sportsman, fisherman, uh, hunter. Fisherwoman, however you love it all. Yes, everything. She's very good, and I've been doing it a long time. And goes out west and the whole works. Uh, Anyway, though, but how how long have you been at the commission? I mean, have you been in this position now? And how long were you a commissioner? So I, I'll kind of start out with Bass Pro Shop. So I worked for them for nine years and did marketing in Nashville here, and then um, they were doing a restructuring at the time when you know the economy kind of tanked in two thousand nine, right? And uh, so I was no longer with them. And during that time period, in between jobs, is when I was approached to be a Tennessee Wildlife Commissioner, which which was huge to me. I mean, it was such an honor, and to this day, it's such an honor. Not only you become lifelong friends with the commissioners you serve with, but um, just to learn. And and I always say this, and it's interesting, but I, I had no idea until then that 
that politics entered into wildlife. No surprise. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it was really something. And you know, it could I, probably be worse, but yes. No I doubt. mean, yeah. there is. There's that aspect of it, and to learn that and understand it was a big deal. And um, I always thought in that position for me, um, you know, the resource is the first thing, the most important thing. Uh, you know, working the sportsmen into that next, and then the economic um, impact of that overall in the state is kind of how I looked at things. And that seemed to serve me well. And uh, it's it's really something. I, I think the, you know, the general public has no idea what goes on with the agency. You know, sometimes they're out hunting or something and they see an officer and that's their only touch point mm-hmm. to the agency. And it's can sometimes be negative, but they have no idea all that you guys do. It's it's what keeps things turning in the state when it comes to wildlife. And that's a big thing. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. There is a lot of stuff. We're in the Region 5 building. We call it the National Headquarters office here today. And there's, it's just like any other administrative. There's just all kinds of administrative stuff that has to happen before things can happen in the field or make the things happen in the field. It's, it's, a, it's a business. Or fishing. That's a big thing that I, you know, we, we're so privileged here to have some great bodies of water close to Nashville. And I think people just go out and fish and think that they just take care of themselves, like they repopulate that much. Right. But you guys are stocking every year. And that has to happen, and there's costs associated with that. I feel like – I think a lot of folks like TWR. I think they understand. I think there are some – because we have folks that write tickets to them, there's always going to be that relationship that's not as good as it, as it could be or might be. But I think if people ever did what you said, Julie, if they – if they would take the time to study their wildlife agency and look at the history, they'd really appreciate what folks have done here for a long, long time. And I say that as a person that's almost been a spectator for 30 years because I didn't come from the wildlife field. I came from another field and, and watched these folks through all these years, and I've watched our commission work all these years, and I know where your heart is. It's it's not in the politics until it has to be. It's in doing right. what's right for the wildlife and fish and sportsmen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know we need the political scene at times to um, really move through those issues that are important to the agency. So I understand the value of that, you know, but I guess like anything, there's a pro and a con to it. So um, I've seen both sides to that. The and pros, it's been great. Yeah, yeah, very good. And, <laughs> but but, but you, you left the commission. Right. So left a little early. what I did was I left the commission in, a year early because um, after, I, after I left Bass Pro, then I, I started with um, Gaylord, and we hosted that Land and Wildlife Expo for three it. or four years, which was a really great opportunity as well and a successful event. But things changed there because of ownership from, you know, Gaylord um, over to Marriott. It's the corporate world, right? Right, yeah. right. And so then there was this opportunity, um, the position for the executive d- uh, director of the foundation. And because of where my passion lies, it just seemed like a natural fit in my marketing background. And um, so I, I took on the project, and I've loved working with, TWA, you know, the difficult thing sometimes when you leave the commission is you feel like you've left that camaraderie. And I've been privileged to stay with it and help and assist in ways that I, that I can as much as possible. Awesome. And uh, the, the, where, where is the foundation located? Are you guys in Nashville or where, where are you at? We're in Nashville. We're at um, 5000 Limbar Drive, mm-hmm. which is uh, just South off Nashville. of 24 in Harding. Okay. Uh-huh. That's where we are for now. Um, you know, hopefully we have some other opportunities here in the future, but, you know, and, and we're just down the road from you guys. What kind of staff does the foundation have? Well, you know, um, there are a lot of things that are encompassed under the foundation. We have the Tennessee Stream Mitigation, and then we have the, the foundation, your basic foundation. And then we also manage the Montgomery County Shooting Complex, just south of Clarksville. So our immediate staff um, are actually five of us, and then TSMP has their own staff of 
six or seven. Um, and then the Montgomery County Shooting Complex also has its staff up there. Okay. If you haven't been to that complex, one of the nicest complexes in Tennessee. Oh, it's awesome. It's unbelievable. You know, I, I know it's not like right outside of Nashville, but there are so many things going on up there. And Steve uh, Christensen has done an awesome job of really bringing that um, complex along and bringing in new venues. It's wireless. We've got sporting clays, five stand. We've got pistol. We have long range shooting. Um, you know, we've, we um, just have a lot of different opportunities. Pistol going shooting on. And, yes, and you can everything. Out, and I think so, the long range is out to 400 yards or yes, something like that. And, yeah. and you go out and spend the day and you shoot all day. Yeah, right? it, it's a bit of a drive if you're in Nashville. Or, right. I mean, it's in, it's not too far it'll from Clarksville. A, right. It'll be an hour. Yeah. But you can well spend the day there. It's so beautiful. It's out in the country. And, um, it's really fun, and they have a you know a, a shop there, so you can get food and all your ammo. If you all need that, some rental guns. You'll take your boat lock bees right there, and the fishing can be really good down there. That's river. true. So very do a true lot of stuff there. Yes, it's, it's a it's yes. a beautiful place, and it's on a wildlife management area also. Correct, right in that area. Yeah. Uh, that's just one of many things. What what have what else would the foundation? Would you say the foundation has done to benefit sportsmen through the years with your fundraising, or have things been built? Um, are there lands being purchased? What's happened? Well, you know, there's so many different things that we do, and we have um, purchased land in the past. Uh, of course, with our Tennessee um, Stream Mitigation Program, there's been a lot of restoration mm-hmm. of streams throughout our state, and then um, also. You know, some of the other things that we do, um, I'm just trying to think offhand here. I know that um, Johnny Allred, our development director, has also been able to acquire some land that's been donated to Mm -hmm. us. And we've been able to turn that over to um, the wildlife agency. And that's happened recently down in Giles County. Um, There was um, like a boat access area that a family wanted to donate, and we were able to turn that over to TWRA. So we do that, plus some of the things also that we've mentioned to you. Go ahead. I was going to say the Yanali Range is something that y'all also help. It's a small range, but it's cool. For just, right. Just for people sighting in for hunting only uh, over in the Columbia area. Tennessee, right. And, and, you know, right now um, we're working with Director Carter and the agency on some specific things that we want to be able to help the agency with. And right now those are some handicap access areas for right. fishing. And then also um, there's a new property over um, in Humphreys County that, you know, we're hoping to build a youth center and we'll be involved with that. And when people know there are specific things like that that they can donate to that they've had a part of, it's a lot easier to raise money. So um, we're looking at, as we have just finished up the foundation, our strategic plan in getting our board members on board to raise money in the community for those projects, because that's where you guys really need the help. You know, when these things, to see these things come to fruition is a big deal. And people get, you know, they get to enjoy those in the community as well. So that's a good thing. And uh, the the property you're talking about over in Humphreys County, is that Buffalo Ridge? Is, I think or, so. Okay. Yes. All right. It's a nice piece of property. Jason's yeah. been there. So I've never been there, but Jason's been there a bunch of times. I have a really nice. about the, uh, the fishing mm-hmm. access. Is that part of the Moment of Freedom? Right. The Moment of Freedom, which is, um, you know, that was started by Shane Hall, which... Um, you know, passed away last year. We, we we really hated to to lose him. He was just a great proponent of that program. And so what we're, you know, the goal is to find handicap access areas for hunting and fishing in each of the counties across Tennessee. And uh, the commission has been really involved in that. And uh, what a what a great thing. Um, you know, it's kind of like nobody thinks about it till one gets built and then they're like, well, why don't we have these in more areas? And um, it's so cool to see these folks be able to get involved and, and get out and do the things that they love. Uh, this is Julie. 
are you are you guys also going to be helping with the waterfowl, the areas, the blind areas that Shane got going there? Yes. Or is that too early to say something? Like no, no, I would say yes. Yeah, okay. Everywhere we can, we're going to do that. And I know um, the um, commission is fully on board to help out with that. And, you know, of course it's a void because, you know, our spokesperson is no longer there. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to find someone. People didn't to, meet Shane Hall. They, they missed a human being in life that was special. Yes, so. very special. And we, we were honored to be able to work with Shane. So uh, that's a great thing that we do also. In okay. the community, um, and there's there's many other things that we're involved with as well. Well, there's one. Oh, y'all's list could go on. There's ones coming up. There's there's a couple. Some folks may recognize you for the governor's one shot, which this may air after it occurs this year, but it's going to occur again next year. What is that? And then I also want to talk about toys coming up too. Okay, that sounds great. So the governor's one shot turkey hunt is kind of like our you know our premier fundraiser every year. And, uh, you know, it was interesting because that was started in, I was trying to think, I think 2001. By I, I was there, but I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that was, you know, uh, uh, the brainchild of Jeanette Rudy. and uh, She was awesome, too. Yes, yeah. Governor Phil Bredesen at the time. And they would go out and hunt in Kansas. And they saw what a great event that was and a fundraiser for wildlife across their state. So they came back and said, hey, we'd like to do that here. So that's how it was started back then. It used to be held down in Pulaski for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Um, we recently, in the last few years, have moved it up here to Nashville. And uh, currently it's at the um, Franklin factory is where we hold that. And it's usually the 1st of um, April or opening day um, this year. And we probably have between 400 and 500 people. Gosh, and awesome. we are sold out. And it's just a fun evening and event. Um, they come in on Friday evening before the event. And we kind of have a social time where the guides meet the hunters and just socialize. And then the next morning they go out. Um, you know, Johnny Allred has done a great job of coordinating property across the st- you know middle Tennessee and mm-hmm. then having guides match up with those hunters. That's a big job. And so we're able to do it, that. It is a tremendous job. Yes. And, property. and so if there's anybody out there that has property or would like to guide, you know, even next year, that's a great help to and, us. And that is a great fundraiser for y'all. And it's been, it is. It seems like it's been successful since the day it started. It, it has. And uh, we're just so excited to grow it um, and do so well with it. And, you know, the other thing that really it offers us is just uh, more exposure in the um, community. You know, people can see more of what we're doing. And, and so then they come back in the evening, and it is a competition. So there's prizes, and um, we have a great event for the banquet on Saturday night, um, live auction items, which are really incredible this year. Johnny's done a great job, and Richard, of getting those things together. So um, I'm very proud of it. I'm proud of my staff and the great job they do, and just everyone that supports it and comes out. It's fun. It's really fun. I was going right. to say, if you want to go on one of those hunts and have the opportunity to, it's really exciting. I, I got to video one of the hunts one year. And, That's right, Jason. And yeah. we chased turkeys all day long and finally got two birds doubled. And, oh, wow. And it didn't get back in time for the weigh-in because it was you know hitting the, the, the deadline of getting in. So it's it's pretty fun and exciting. Yeah, and it, it really it is. is. It, it's a fun competition. It's not like anybody's going to get mad because they came back no. late or whatever, but it's just no. a fun thing. And, and we have, uh, like, 20 to 30 wounded soldiers hunting this Ah. year, which is more than we've ever had. We have them in the past, but this year uh, we're very excited to have them on board, and they absolutely love it. So we have a special competition. You know, they have their own category, and then we have everybody else to compete with. So it's fun. It's a great time. Um, You know, I have to laugh all the time about this story with um, Commissioner uh, Jeff McMillan because I've always hunted it, you know, being with Bass Pro Shops for all these years. And one year I was like, wow, I'm actually, you know, I'm going to win this. I've got the top score. And I called Jeff McMillan on my cell phone and he's like, uh, I said, are you coming in? He goes, yeah, I'm I'm just on my way. And uh, 
he ended up beating me by like one point. And he said, I told everybody, it didn't matter as long as I beat Julie Schuster. It doesn't matter. And I couldn't believe it. So he beat me out of winning one year. So, but a lot of fun. Uh, all right. Well, it's, um, do, you get to, do you get to hunt it anymore? Or do you have no, to? Uh, no. I'm sorry no. about that. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the bad parts of the road. I know. It? And yeah. it's, it's like when I became a commissioner, too. I was like, what? I can't put in for an elk tag? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that's but that's okay. Hey, y'all also do something called toys. You've taken that over. Uh, mm-hmm. It's 10 the outdoor use summit going to be in crossville this year yes we've okay. just moved it from clarksville and uh, we're very excited to have it out in crossville because okay. of the 4-h camp out there yeah. uh, great facility and that there's so many things for kids to do at the camp are y'all still looking for kids right now absolutely and they can go to our website twf.net and look under our toys uh, header there and sign up and right uh, under programs Yes. And, okay. And this is for pretty much, as you can look at the kids, it looks like they're, what, 13 Jun- or 14? Junior uh, high. Through, junior high. Yep. And you can, uh, and, in your, and it goes through uh, before you enter your first year of college. Okay. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's such a great program because TWA partners with us and is so involved in this. Um, so what we do is we have different uh, venues, different like workshops where kids can come out. And if they're interested in wildlife management, you know, firsthand learn what it's like to, to be out there and, and do what you guys do, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's pretty neat. And uh, officers from across the state come out and help with different things. Uh, it's really a, a good mixture of, of things that are fun to do in the field. Plus, like you said, seeing what yes. what some of our folks do. I know you saw a, a telemetry sh- uh, shot a minute ago where they had the antennas in their hands. That's pretty neat. And they go out and do bat stuff. This is an example of doing a fish survey. And they also, we've had fish biologists come out there and show them how they age fish and identify fish. But they also right. get to go have fun like this, go catch catfish, uh, jugging and canoeing. And so they have all, a lot of the fun stuff mixed in, mixed in with sort of the academic stuff. Absolutely. And, you know, we culminate the whole week with um, a great program um, where the parents can come and we do awards. And we show photos of the kids throughout, like, um, throughout the week, which is really fun. But And, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be that you – are only wanting to go into wildlife management. We want all kids oh, to yeah. come and enjoy it. And we have probably 110 kids that come every year. And um, the Maddox Foundation is really, here in Middle Tennessee, is really big in supporting us every year for that. So we really appreci- appreciate that. But, you know, as we're just looking at some photos here, that's really what it's all about. If we don't start getting these kids back involved, um, you know, it's going to make a big impact on, on wildlife in the future because, you know, it takes that interest to get involved. And our society has changed so much. So, Do you take the cell phones away from them when they get there? You know, I don't see many cell phones. I think we probably do. <laughs> I hope you do. Uh, because they, they, they're going to have a memory here. This is I wish this would have been around a long time ago when I was this age. This is the best summer camp I've ever seen. Cause it's, it is. And I don't know if summer camp's what you should call it, but it reminds me of a camp that's as good as any that you'll ever see. It is. Is. And we have great reports on it, you know, parents that are so appreciative because um, lives are changed here. I mean, really, lives are changed. And we have some great stories about youth that um, come here and, and really their lives have changed. So. Well, they have something to do the rest of their life. Some of yeah. our, our wildlife officers now came were in this program. Right. You know, they went through this yes. as, a, as, oh, a, yeah. as a kid and then they were they helped and they, you know, interned with us and now they're... Well, 
And we're not sure their parents. It's they, they go. We make, work very hard to make sure these kids are safe here. A lot yes. of mentors oh, absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and you know, you were talking about coming through the program, but Lacey Lane from Mackenzie, Tennessee, she heads up the program now, and she's come through the program all along. Oh, yeah. So you know, it's really good to have someone leading it that actually knows the ins and outs of it. And Lacey heads up our uh, shooting program as well in the state, and we really and also one of the best uh, clay target shots in <laughs> yes. America in Tennessee for sure. Don't want to go up against country. her now. <laughs> I would not want to. Well, and she's, she's also good. doing the pistol program too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. What's give some information about that? Well, you know, we're I think we're in our second, maybe third year of the um, Tennessee Scholastic Action Shooting Program. So that's involved with, instead of the Scholastic Clay Target Program, um, we're using pistols, and now they've introduced rifle. Okay. So it's a timed comp- competition against steel targets, and these kids just love this. And um, what's really neat is they can get into the sport fairly inexpensively. These pistols, we're going to have... Um, I think in the future here, Brett is going to be making us some special pistols, really nice ones that will have orange grips for Tennessee and stuff. And wow. so Beretta, right in Gallatin, Tennessee, Beretta? Yes. All right. And so we're pretty excited about that, and kids can get in for under $300, which that's pretty good. And wow. uh, so we want to be able to get more kids into the sport, and it's really growing. And um, a big part of the success there, funding-wise, um, has been Larry and Brenda Potterfield with Midway USA in Columbia, Missouri. They've been very generous, and we really appreciate what, you know, they see the vision. They know the vision of getting more kids into the shooting sports. All right. I expect you meet a lot of interesting people and, and a lot of folks that are willing to give their time and, and some, some cases their money yes. to this kind of stuff. Yes. And, sure. you know, it's, it does take money. That's the side of it. But what, what there's no better thing to be given to, you know, right now for if you love the outdoors is being able to funnel it through folks like ourselves to get the job done. All right. If you had to do all over again and the same path was in front of you, would you take it? I sure would. Would you? Yeah. You know, um, growing up in Minnesota, I loved the outdoors. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't know anything about hunting back then because I loved to shoot my little twenty two, right? But, you know, back then in the 60s, I didn't know of any other women that hunted. So I didn't know I had the opportunity. And then when I went, met my husband in Colorado and he hunted elk and antelope and fly fished, I was like, wow, this is awesome. But yet never knew that my path would take the outdoor career as it has. And when you have something that's so passionate and then you're able to realize it in your job, it's pretty great. Okay, good. Yeah. And what else? I want to talk about turkey hunting for a minute, but what else <laughs> do you want to talk about on, on this? Um, well... You know, uh, like... How about how to donate? <laughs> I've, I've got the donate page up here. How could they... I'm supposed to lead you with those I questions. I know. I was I? like, I'm so I, I was opening it up to, uh, like, my hunting or... Well, yes, like I've mentioned before, go to twrf.net, and there will be um, some some places on there where you can donate, and, uh, of course, we'll take checks as well. And um, toys. Is there a cost to go to toys? Uh, yes, it's three fifty, three hundred fifty dollars. But Best we do yep. th- uh, provide scholarships. Okay. So go all ahead that out there on the site to tell you, will it tell you about yes, the scholarships? It will. Okay. It's very thorough, and, and all the information is there. So uh, yes, and please sign up early because it does fill up. Yeah. Okay. And when is it held? I don't think we said the it's, time of year. I believe it's the middle of July. Okay. I'm not sure exactly of the dates right That's here. That's all right. It's on the it's site. Like the second it's weekend. summertime. Though. Yeah. Second yeah. weekend. So, and and the great thing out there is that we're going to have so many opportunities for things to do. Like we'll be able to do some archery tag. There's a there's a pool there. There's campsite. There's just a lot of fun things to do when it's downtime. 
So okay. And it's these like kids, July 16th to the 21st. Thank you. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. And they come from all over the state, right? When I've gone to the right. ones in Clarksville, I've talked to kids that are way over in the East Tennessee and way over in West Tennessee and everything in between. Exactly. And we have a great representation from East Tennessee. So, um, like you said, I wish they had this when I was a kid. Yeah. Right? Great opportunity. So, you know, we're very privileged to be able to partner with you guys and do this. Does any other state that you know of do anything like this? Any other foundation or other wildlife agency? Not that I know of. Okay. No. And and this was really the brainchild of Jeremy Odom that was started in the state here. And that was Officer his vision. Yeah, off, Montgomery County. That's right. And it was his vision. And so, you know, it takes people like that who have that vision to start something like this. And um, it's grown, and, and we're, we're pretty excited about it. And it got to the size it needed some help. Right. It needed the foundation to come in. Yeah. Exactly. And so um, – it's great. Yeah, yeah, we've got to find things for, for our youth to be more involved in with this. You know, it's no more it's no longer a lifestyle like it was for so many of us to, right. you know, do that after school or, you know, food and things. So uh, we've just got to bring back those opportunities. It's a good way of saying it. It's no longer a lifestyle. It should be. I wish it were. It still is for some folks, Julie, but there's a lot of people that live in our cities and suburbs around here. They don't have an idea of right. what they're missing. They don't even have a clue. And that's right. the sad thing. And if they don't learn it now, what, what you're saying is they may never learn it. Right. And, and sometimes, you know, what they don't understand, you become fearful of. And I think if mm-hmm. they just had the opportunity, it's so many of us love the sport, but then I think it gets to a point, and I always wonder that as you get older, people say that, well, I just don't have to hunt, but I sure enjoy taking somebody else out. And it's true yeah. because you've done it, and now it's time to pass it on. But that's what it's going to take. Take somebody that mm-hmm. might not have the opportunity. Yeah, and I like that. There's not, Jason, it's not a, there's not, you do get rid of some of that fear. You learn what a firearm, how it works. You don't, you're not scared of the firearm anymore. You learn that coyotes probably aren't going to come and eat you up. And right. You learn that really there's not any grizzly bears that live in Tennessee. We do have black bears, but they're small. You just learn a lot of stuff. Uh, one thing I we need to hit on before Julie gets out of here is that, that book. Um, yes, sir. Absolutely. Ed has talked about it. Director Carter has talked about this book, but the foundation has played a big part in it. And uh, yes. I think we ought to talk about that. Uh, absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up, Jason. So, Last uh, Just before Christmas, uh, again, we partnered with TWRA, and I think it was a vision of Director Carter's for a few years to produce a book um, on wildlife across Tennessee and also um, highlight the wildlife management areas. And, of course, you know, uh, Larry Richardson was uh, a former employee of TWRA and a great writer, and so he wrote the book. And then photography was by Tom Wood, who was also a retired TWRA. And a really good photographer. Yes, (laughs) unbelievable. And so it all kind of came together, and um, they were able to do it through us, the foundation, and it is a beautiful coffee table book. 100% Tennessee. Absolutely. The photos, um, you know, some of the... The quotes we've uh, added quotes from important people in the outdoor industry and from our state um, and that's been a great thing so the book is uh, 39.95 I believe that sounds right and right. Um, you can go on our website at twfagain.net and you can order it right online and we will ship that out to you and then all the funds come to us and we put that in a fund for TWRA to be used for the things that come up that you guys need so great deal all right it's all around a good thing and it is a beautiful book all about Tennessee you see what wildlife what a lot of our folks are doing in the field and yes and then just some beautiful scenic shots all right Julie it's turkey time in Tennessee are you gonna go do you <laughs> turkey hunt in Tennessee I love it you know uh Living out west, I had I didn't know at the time, at least in the mountains of Colorado, um, about turkeys till I moved here in two thousand in nineteen 
1996. Wow. Why did you come here? Was that for Bass Pro? Well, no, it wasn't. My husband was a musician out oh. in um, Dillon, Colorado, Silverthorne, okay. right? Kind yeah. of the resort, ski resort. He was also a musician out there. And so the thing is, oh, let's let's move to Nashville. You know, we, we didn't have kids, and we thought, well, now's a good time to do it. So we moved here for that, and I told Daryl, well, I don't want to do the starving artist thing. So he went and taught high school math at Cheatham <laughs> County High and um, worked on some music, played the Bluebird, and did some of those things. But like a lot of people, it's not always what you think it is. And um, the success is very... Very narrow for that kind of thing, depending upon it what is. you're looking Darryl's for. He's a good so, musician. He's a smart guy, too. Yeah, he's Go a good on. guy. And so um, so we moved here because of that. Yeah. And um, I worked for a Christian music company for a few years. And then Bass Pro was opening up in 2000. And I thought, wow, wouldn't it be great to work for an outdoor company? And so um, I interviewed and hired on right when they opened. And that's kind of how that happened. But then turkey hunting became a, a, a big thing. I met, um, you know, my outdoor men- mentor, Kathy Butt, who, whose husband does taxidermy in town. And she was an outdoor writer, and we absolutely hit it off. And she really— and a good sportsman herself. Oh, my gosh, awesome. yes. Took, has really opened up the opportunities for me to hunt with other women all over the country. And um, so one of my first turkey hunts was actually over here in Wilson County and a guy I'd met through Bass Pro took me on my first turkey hunt. And, um, it, it, you know, once you shoot that first turkey, it's the adrenaline rush, the, there's this battle going on between you and the bird, you know, Mm -hmm. outwitting smarts and all that. So that was pretty exciting. And I have to say elk hunting and probably that are two of my favorite. I was going to say, where would you put them in the, in your, Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think the calling is involved and that's, what's fun, you know, and, um, so I've I've hunted um, turkeys all over. I don't have my um, Osceola yet, but otherwise I've shot everything else. So I was down in Tampa recently. I didn't see any turkeys. Because uh, <laughs> you were on the water too much. <laughs> <laughs> on the water too much. I didn't see much of anything. All right, Julie, you did great. We'll get you in here Thanks sometime. Just talk hunting. It goes uh, so fast. Fishing, it does. You yeah. know how. You were a radio person. You know how fast the show goes. <laughs> And this one doesn't even have commercial breaks in it, right? Well, thanks, you guys. Uh, I appreciate it. You do a great job, Julie. You've done wonderful stuff for our agency and for Sportsman in Tennessee. Thank you. And all over the country. Hey, if you like this show, keep watching. We're on the best place to find us. If you don't, keep watching. (laughs) Yeah. Or listen. We can do both. TNWildlife.org is a good place to start. Uh, But we're out there everywhere. Keep watching our social media, trying to keep you informed any way we can. And check out his Wildcast Extra about confirmation numbers when you kill a turkey. Yes. Write that number down. On Facebook.